Hello, I'm Siggy Fisher. Now, do you suffer from binge eating? Because I have. And in today's episode, I'm going to be talking about my binge eating journey and the key lessons that I've learned over time. And if you stick right till the end, I'm going to be sharing my experience going to therapy. And let me tell you, it was an experience, but it was super helpful. So I hope you enjoyed the episode. Hello, and welcome to today's episode of Confidently Outspoken. I'm your host, Siggy, and if you're out there looking to build confidence and improve yourself, go ahead and subscribe to this podcast. I publish these episodes every week so you can consistently get better and become the confident person you want to be. Why it's so common for bodybuilders and health enthusiasts to have poor relationship with food. As a massive health advocate, I was someone who used to suffer a really negative relationship with food. I used to be sold this idea that intermittent fasting was going to be the key result for me to losing weight, though I didn't even realize how it literally sent me into a rabbit hole of binge eating. Now, if you're a binge eater out there, you may relate to this where there's those long days of you not eating all day and then you head home and the one thing you want to do is literally put your head into the pantry and eat every bloody thing from like your chocolate bars to the chips and I'm speaking about this from experience and looking back to 2014 when I first started health and fitness coaching I was in the midst of my negative relationship with food And I didn't realize that till I actually had my first therapy session, go figure. Um, But it literally shed this light on me to realize how unhealthy my relationship with food was. And ironically, I was trying to help people to build healthier relationships with food. So back in 2014, I was heavily involved in wanting to lose weight and in body composition transformations due to the lack of self-worth I had within my body. So me wanting to lose weight wasn't necessarily about wanting to lose weight. It was about being accepted, being validated, being told that I am pretty. And it came from a lot of childhood wounds of not being accepted. I felt alone. So when I got into training, into health um, and fitness, all I wanted to do was to be accepted and validated. So this perpetuated this negative relationship with food because I didn't realize this vicious cycle that I was in going from Monday to Friday, eating clean or fasting till fucking one o'clock in the afternoon, but then not realizing that when the weekend will clock on, I would literally binge eat liters of ice cream. And I'm not talking just like your 500 meals, typical like little ice cream that you would get. I'm talking about those family size liter ice creams. And I would literally binge on that within hours. And at the time I was just like, yeah, cool. Like I'm eating healthy. I deserve myself a a treat. Like, what was I thinking? I'm not a fucking dog. Like humans do not need treats. We need that balance within food. However, it was so like the all or nothing thinking around food where that mentality 
I didn't have the awareness of the, the habits that, that were occurring at that time. So hence, due to having therapy, it shed this light on my habits around food and what changes I needed to make. I then got into bodybuilding as I was pursuing my health and fitness coaching. And that was an eye opener to how shit my relationship was with food. And for whoever used to compete or is competing can may relate to the negative impacts that food may have had on you, which it did to me. And especially in an industry that you're being judged for how you're looked and being perceived on stage, it enhanced how much I needed to look after my body and not in a healthy way, it was more in a negative way because I was constantly wanting to diet. And we're constantly in that cycle of dieting, you just don't know how to get out of it. And then you have that fear of gaining weight if you stop dieting. So moving forward to 2015, I was still dieting. I was still binge eating. There was still like roller coasters of me having like social anxiety, going to family dinners, not knowing what food was gonna be presented if I was actually gonna be able to eat or was I gonna go home and binge eat on the food that I had home because I was trying to keep it clean outdoors, but behind um, closed doors, I was like a fucking filthy animal. So as we're moving through the years, I also experience certain negative relationships um, intimately and also friendship wise that also navigated my poor relationship with food. Because again, too often people don't realize that your shitty relationship with food isn't necessarily the food itself, it's your coping mechanisms. And I didn't know how to cope with my fucking feelings. Even though when I was younger, people would be like, oh my God, Sig, you're so sensitive. Like, stop crying, stop showing the emotion. Food was my coping mechanism not to show my emotions. And there's many coping mechanisms to us having a shitty relationship with food and dealing with, dealing with my emotions was one of them. So not being able to express myself, not having the confidence to communicate, speak my truth, I ended up with eating my feelings away because I just didn't know how to deal with it. I didn't know how to confront it. And too often when we have this like negative feelings coming up, whether it's like feeling anxious, feeling depressed, feeling sad, whatever emotion you're experiencing, too often you get this massive rush through the body and you just don't know what to do with it. So the next thing that, the next best thing for me was to go to food because you get pleasure from it. It hits like that dopamine hormone in you, like that seeking that pleasure in my bodybuilding era. And before I actually competed, my prep was quite short, too short for those who are going to listen to this and be like, why the fuck did you do that? But again, what you don't know, you don't know. And I had my prep for about 12 weeks and literally went into the lowest deficit ever. I think by the end of it, I wasn't even eating a thousand calories. Like right now I have a thousand calories for breakfast. So you can just think of like the rabbit food I was eating during that time. So leading up during that prep, I was 
starving the whole time. And mind you, during those 12 weeks of prep, I didn't binge, which is so interesting to look back on right now that I stuck to the goal for prepping for a competition and standing on stage and, you know, doing my thing. Yet, guess what happened after the prep? I think it was that evening or the night after I competed is just, I literally went 360 and bought everything and anything from the supermarket. You, you think it, I fucking ate it. The chocolates, the chips, the ice creams. And I was trying to be healthy at the time as well and like buy salads and pretend as if I was eating healthy, but yet I was so depleted from that 12 week prep that it literally sent me to a festival of fucking binge eating. It was crazy. It was, think of like Coachella, like a four, four day binge of just anything and everything. And after that prep, I didn't bodybuild. Again, I was still training. I was still doing my thing. I wish at the time that I knew a little bit better about how to reverse diet and not rebound so quickly. So after my prep, I gained all the weight back. And during my prep, I think I lost about five or six kilos and I regained it within, I think it was like a week. So you think about like 12 weeks of prep, bodybuilding show, done. And then literally a week later, bounce back to that weight that I was, I was at. And mind you, it's not as if I was like a bigger girl, but rebounding that quickly has its consequences, especially when I already had a negative relationship with food. So fast forward, 2017, I no longer bodybuild. I'm still coaching, I'm still helping clients. I get involved in a relationship that did not serve me physically, emotionally, mentally, fucking spiritually, for those who are the woo-woo out there. Um, and it led me to go to my first therapy session. And I remember being shit scared of going to therapy because there was this whole taboo of seeking help and, you know, having a therapist tell you what's wrong with you and not wanting to acknowledge what is actually happening and speaking about what you're mostly ashamed about. And shame is such a big thing for people. You know, too often we want to be vulnerable and open and let people in. But then there's this little part of you right inside who feels ashamed for opening up about how you feel and what, what you're dealing with and the fucking demons that are in your head. So I remember sitting down in her office, the first um, therapy session that we had together. And she was asking me, why am I here today? And I think it took me about a good minute to even open my mouth and tell her the struggles that were occurring in my life. And I started talking about random shit, like to do with work, to do with friendships, not actually about the important shit that was actually happening in my life where it was my binge eating 
and the negative relationship I had with the ex at the time. And I was going in circles, in circles till she literally just like put her pen and paper to the side and just goes, <laughs> I remember she's like, fucking hell, Siggy. Are you actually going to tell me what's wrong? And that was like, whoa, like I've only met you <laughs> for like the first five minutes and you're literally facing this mirror in front of me to reflect back on what I'm not acknowledging, what I need to actually face my reality. And that was a big moment for me to go, okay, like enough is enough, like speak up or else you're just going to continuously pay this woman to just fucking chit chat and not get to the root cause of why you're there. As I was going through my therapy sessions the first one obviously we didn't clock into exactly what had happened however over time over the three the five sessions the 10 sessions I saw this therapist for two and a half years and to look back I would probably do it all over again to seek that help because I wouldn't be here today talking to you about the hardships that I had with food and how ashamed I felt about actually opening up and talking to you about this today and being vulnerable as fuck, how everyone needs to start communicating about their feelings and being a little bit more honest. I feel as if there's a lot of people who are scared to own their truth because of the fear of judgment fear of the rejection which yeah I felt that for so many years during my time of binge eating so during my time as I was seeking help from my therapist I noticed this common issue with people was that we're not addressing our emotions openly enough and I'm grateful to be able to share my story with you and make you realize that maybe this is the time for you to share your truth with someone or get a therapist and talk about what's actually happening deep down inside if you're someone who is struggling with binge eating. And as I was mentioning before, one of the main things that we struggle with is addressing our emotions. And binge eating was a coping mechanism for me to not being open, not being able to communicate um, my needs and wants to my loved ones. And hence, I was constantly binge eating on a weekly basis. My first recommendation for you is to begin to sit with your feelings. Um, this is gonna feel so uncomfortable at first and this is a method that I actually learned from my therapist as well and from what I recall it was called pause connect and feel so your first step is to actually pause at the time that you're wanting to binge eat this takes practice like it's not going to happen the first time you're going to do it but it's over time you're going to be able to build that self-awareness of why you're wanting to lead to the pantry or the freezer, like what, whatever food that is that you're wanting to binge eat. So for, for, for example, myself, 
with the ice cream. It was like a Friday night, 9 p.m. after like a week of clean eating. I wasn't aware that I was wanting to binge eat on the ice cream due to me feeling so sad about being in a shitty relationship, not having the support that I wanted to building my coaching business. And I didn't know how to address it. I didn't know how to communicate it. So I held all that resentment inside myself and then led to the binge eating. So if you're someone who is struck with these heavy emotions, label it, pause, notice what is coming up for you. Are you angry? Are you upset? Um, are you anxious? Are you depressed? Like it could be like really uncomfortable, like tense feelings in the body. So I want you to label what these feelings are and then connect with it. So what I mean by connecting with it, and this is the uncomfortable part. So we've already labeled what the emotion is. Connecting with it is actually pausing for two minutes straight and sitting with the uncomfortable feeling. And you're probably thinking, well, fuck that. I don't want to be feeling anxious for two minutes straight. I'm telling you, you're better off feeling anxious for two minutes instead of the rest of your fucking life and repeating that cycle of yo-yo dieting or binge eating or whatever that distorted eating pattern that you have. So pause, connect, and then the last one is to feel. And during that moment of feeling those emotions, label what comes up for you because we've noticed that you're anxious. We are sitting within the two minutes of the anxiety, but why are you feeling anxious? What's coming up for you? What are the thoughts that are ruminating in your head that are causing this anxiety? Write them down, message a friend, talk to a partner, whoever is within your space that you feel comfortable talking to. And the more, you, the more you'll be able to articulate all of this, I guarantee you, the better the relationship you will have with yourself and with food. So remember during these times of you building a better relationship with yourself, have more self-compassion. You may slip up. I slipped up many, many times, but I guarantee you the more you practice this method, the more you have better self-awareness around the emotions that are coming up for you, you will find better solutions and better coping mechanisms to overcome this unhealthy relationship that you have with food. If you got this far, I wanna thank you for tuning into my first episode. And my main goal for starting this podcast is to create more awareness around healing our relationship with food and body and to build that radical confidence. Thank you for listening. So that's what I got for you today. If you loved today's episode, please share it on Instagram stories and tag me at Sig Fisher, S-I-G-F-I-S-H-E-R. And with that, I'm going to leave you with the wisdom to become more confidently outspoken every day.